Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I Love a Mystery A Carlton E. Morse audio novel featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. in the morning on a tiny, unidentified island somewhere off the west coast of Canada. Last night, Doc won 32 chips from his captor, Richard Cooper, which represent the number of hours remaining to him before Cooper performs some mysterious experiment on him in his study of fear and fear reactions. Every hour, Cooper takes another chip from him, so that at 8 o'clock this morning, he has but 24 chips left. 24 hours to live. And now at 8 o'clock, Cooper and Dr. Thorne, his assistant, have taken the three comrades, hands handcuffs behind them, out of the castle and across the drawbridge to the main part of the tiny island for a before-breakfast walk. Now then, gentlemen, we'll walk in a straight line through the woods to the shore. Anything suits us. Hey, looky, though. This is the funniest forest I've ever been in. In what way? Well, look, it ain't a speck of brush or bushes or nothing like that any way you look. Yeah, it does look more like a park than a wilderness. <laughs> yeah, looky. Grass growing almost like it was planted. And look at them big trees. Ain't none of them got limbs growing lower than 20, 30 feet. Oh, dear, dear. How you notice things. <laughs> Dr. Thorne? Yes, Mr. Cooper? Will you please give our guests a dissertation on this island as we walk along? Castle Island is almost circular. The diameter is not more than a mile in any place. Not as big as I thought. No, not so large. The reason there is no low-growing bushes is that the have all been cleared out. The same with low-hanging limbs. Also, all trees of less than three feet in circumference have been cut out. <laughs> that is the reason for the park-like effect. There was a reason for this? Reason? I mean, any reason except for beautifying the island. Ah, oh, very astute question. <laughs> Dr. Thorne? Yes, yes, isn't it? Well, then there is a reason. I can assure you there is, but... <laughs> Go on, Dr. Thorne, come on. Yes, the castle sits almost in the center of the island. 
The tiny river that brought your launch yesterday from the ocean to the castle is nothing more than a small inlet, not really a river at all. It furnishes water for the most about the castle and comes to an end just back of the castle. Hey, look, what's that flashing through the trees over yonder? Uh, what's that? Where? Can't see it now. Looks like the shadow of some animal or something. Uh, <laughs> that must be Prometheus, I guess. Here, Prometheus. Come here, boy. You mean that wolf dog runs loose out here? Oh, yes, 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 yes. This is his playground. <laughs> uh, there he is. Yes, yes. Come here, Prometheus. Uh, that's it, boy. <laughs> to heal. Why do you keep that bell on him, Cooper? Oh, he never makes a sound. That's how I know when he's about. Don't make a sound. Man, I sure heard him a whooping it up last night. Oh, yes, yes, when he's tied up. <laughs> never when he's loose. It's the wolf in him. How then? If you'll notice the huge trees, you can see the ocean already. Yeah, I see it. We're going down to the beach. Yes. See here, Packard. What's the matter with Mr. York? He hasn't said a word since he began this stroll. Leave him alone. He's just in a mood. That's interesting. Uh, is he inclined to moodiness? Seldom. But when one comes on, it's a blank one. Can't get a word out of him. Uh, it's too bad. I don't like sulkiness. I think I can give you the reason, if you want to know. Oh, certainly, certainly I want to know. It was what you said about Linda Joyce. Linda Joyce? <laughs> What's his interest in her? Well, do you have to be interested in a girl to feel squeamish over her prospective murder? Oh, now, now see here, Pat. Well, isn't that what you indicated? Didn't you say that she was to become one of your experiments? Uh, Dr. Thorne... These young gentlemen simply can't get it through their heads that sacrifice in behalf of the advancement of science is not murder. You bet we can't get it through our heads. The snuffing out of life is murder only when it is done wantonly. Then life is wasted to no purpose. That may be your interpretation, Dr. Thorne. It's not ours. No? Murder is the taking of a human life under any circumstances. Oh, dear, 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 that... Then you call legal execution murder? You call... You're misinterpreting my meaning to justify what you and Dr. Thorne are apparently doing. But, my dear Pat... I don't want to argue with you about it. All I've got to say at the moment is, if you and Dr. Thorne kill that girl or any one of the three of us for any of your scientific nonsense, you've a great deal to answer for. You called what Mr. Cooper and I are doing scientific nonsense? I do. Then I have no patience with you. Well, fella, if you think we got any patience with you... By the way, Mr. Long... Yeah? I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you for another of those poker chips. Hey, you mean another hour's gone already? Oh, yes, I'm afraid it has. Oh, my, how the hours do slip by, my friend. Okay, here's your chip. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I still got 23 chips left. That's right. 23 more hours before Dr. Thorne and I can commence our experiment. I wish the heck so you'd give me some idea what this experiment is going to be. Oh, no, 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 no. That would never do. Thorne, you don't look like a man who'd stand for this sort of thing. I don't follow you. You do follow me. You know that hour by hour, Cooper us Doc here for those chips for no reason in the world but to try to break down his morale. Oh, there's no malice behind it. No, none whatever. Simply a scientific problem, a psychological theory put into practice. Mm, a diabolical attempt to drive Doc into an hysteria of fear. Oh, no, no, not diabolical. 
a well a well thought out plan to stimulate terror so that we may study reaction in its progressive stages. Forget it, Jack. Shucks. I ain't no scaling now and I have been. Well, I know I've taken about all of this. I intend to. That's a silly statement. You think so? Certainly. There's nothing whatever you can do about it. So why make any pretense there is? Well, come, come, come now. Let's not lose our tempers. <laughs> We're coming down to the shore. Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter, Doc? Doc, what's the matter? Jack, c come over here. What is it? Looky, there in the grass. Skeleton. Bones of a human being. Cooper. Horn. Now, now, Packer. Cooper. What is this skeleton? Another one of your scientific experiments. Oh, dear, dear. Dr. Thorne, I thought all evidence had been removed. Just an unattached bunch of bones are laying in the grass. You know, you two men are, to my mind, a pair of the worst unhung scoundrels in history. Dr. Thorne, what happened to Mr. York? He's over there leaning against the tree, being sick. Oh, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Sh shall we continue our walk? Come away, Doc. Looking won't do you any good. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. What do you suppose happened to him, though? What's he doing laying out here in the woods? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. You you suppose that's what me and Linda Joyce will be doing a couple, three days? Laying out here looking like that? Are they getting to you? Dr. Thorne? Yes, Mr. Cooper? Bring Mr. York along. Packard, Mr. Long, <laughs> not too fast. Don't pay any attention to him. Listen to me. Yeah, I am. Listen, Doc. That was a plant, as sure as we're on this island. A what? A plant. They deliberately brought us this way so that you'd stumble onto that skeleton. You mean they didn't murder him? I don't know about that. Perhaps they did. But they are doing everything they can to break you down. That skeleton was put there for no other purpose. Well, son, they almost succeeded that time. You feel better now? Yeah, some. Well, get hold of yourself because there's something more in store. There is? Yeah, I don't know what. But this walk isn't just for the exercise, so watch out. What do we do? Just go on like them bones didn't even phase us? Can you do it? Sure, why not? All right. That's the way we'll take it, then. Poor old Reggie. Yes. But it's playing it smart. He knows he can't talk without giving away the fact he's scared, so he's not saying a word. Yeah. Here, boys. Huh? You talking to us, Cooper? Yes, yes. You're taking it too fast. Uh, we'll wait for Dr. Thorne and Mr. York. Well, we're practically on the beach. There's no place else to go. Yes, well, here they are. Yes. Now then, will you explain about the beach and the reef? Hey, looky, seagull. Yes, you see, it's low tide now. Notice that sawtooth reef of rock out there about 200 yards? What about it? That reef extends around the entire island. High or low tide, the water out there is so tortuous, neither boat nor man can stand it. Yeah, I know. Cooper's already told us it would be suicide to try to get past the reef. Well, now you can see for yourself. And now, here's something else. There's a block of wood. Watch when I throw it in the surf. Hey, where'd it go? <laughs> it should have floated, but it... Disappeared the minute it hit the water. The undertow is so vicious about this island that a man wading out to his knees would be immediately sucked under. Oh, gone. 
Why do you make such a point of it? Because I don't want to see any of you make this silly attempt of trying it. Why would we? If we knew we couldn't get across the reef anyway. In due time, Packard. In due time. What do you mean, in due time? Oh, well, there's a reason for everything. Everything we're telling you. All you need to know now is that it would be suicidal to step feet in that surf. <laughs> You're certainly making it tough for anyone with an idea of escaping from this place. No, 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 no. <laughs> we haven't done that. Nature did that for us. <laughs> Man, this here is sure some before breakfast walk. What else you got to show us that might whet our appetite? Yeah, well, yes, yes. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, come along, Prometheus. Where do we go now? Back to the woods again, only on a different route. Come on, Ranch old kid, pick up. It ain't the world that's so bad, it's just some of them skunks that inhabit it. <laughs> philosophy from that young man. Well, what about it? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Get right ahead. I've been expecting you to drag that gag out again. What's the matter, Cooper? You like my conversation better than you did? As a matter of fact, I don't. But you don't need to worry. You won't be gagged anymore. <laughs> Twenty-three hours more. I can bear with that. Darn nice of you. Now then, Mr. Long. Yeah? It's to your advantage to keep your eyes open. The more you know about this island, the better off you're going to be. I don't get you, fella. You're well in due time. I'm just warning you, make yourself as familiar with Abanook and Cranny as is possible. You mean I'm going to be out here again? Yes, and under very different circumstances next time. Such as what? Uh, never mind that. May I point out to you that little uh, ravine down there? There's no place to hide or defend yourself down there. It would be a trap for you. Hey, what you talking about? And over there's a big uh, hollow stump. Keep away from that for the same reason. Oh, yes, yes. Never let yourself get in a position with your back to the wall. Hey, I can't get heads and tail of what you're talking about. Can you, Jack? No, but I'm beginning to get ideas. Don't no. try to climb trees. It's utterly useless. As a matter of fact, your only chance is an out-in-the-open running fight. All right, you fellas are the doctors. An out-in-the-open running fight it is. But what the heck am I going to be a-fighting? Better tell him about the little rocky precipice over to the left, Dr. Thorne. The last man who tried that... Uh, yeah, what happened to him? Tragic. Tragic. Well, ain't that a doggone shame. And I still don't know what happened to him. He died there. Cooper, I want to ask a question. Well, certainly. Certainly. Why is it the mountain lions aren't screaming this morning? What's that? They kept up an infernal racket all night. Why are they so quiet this morning? Cougars only scream at night. I see. Yeah, that's it. In the daylight, they're as silent as Prometheus here. Creepy, slinky things. Jack, Jack, you mean treacherous? Oh, yes. Never trust a cougar.
adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. Consultants, Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.